to the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast for mastering skills to navigate leadership and life. Episode 2. Today I'm here to talk to you about the ever-elusive balance between work and life. I'm going to share with you a little bit about what I've learned about it. I'm then going to share with you a tool that I use that's really helpful. And then we're going to connect and commit on what we notice from that tool. So let's dive in. All right. So while the word balance implies stability, I have learned over my lifetime that there is no right, no perfect, no formulaic way to achieve it. And it means different things to different people. Some people are feeling very balanced when we might have a perception that they're out of balance. Either way for them, it works. And so we don't need to question what works. I also can tell you that balance and the need for the desire for it shifts through stages and phases of leadership in life. I can tell you that for my own self, my own life, I've certainly gone through times where I've really needed to dial in on my balance and what things that I needed to do in order to you know, feel that I was spending enough time where I needed to spend it. And then there were other times when it was just less of an issue. So it does shift and, and change through stages and phases of, of life. So I can tell you from my own experience, um, seeking balance was really an important focus when managing children and other family responsibilities, community responsibilities, and depending every, on whatever it is that you are involved in, that also may be true for you. And so... I would just kind of share a little bit of a story here. Um, when I was a new leader, I was in my early 20s, uh, and I was so excited that my organization chose me to lead the HR function that it was it was incredible. Of course I said yes to that, just as you say yes to this opportunity that you have in front of you right now. And I was, at the time, one of two females in management, and this was before there were uh, you know, concepts like having a personal board of directors, a sponsor, a mentor, or a coach. I mean, if those things were available to me at the time, I certainly didn't have them in my awareness. And if I would have, I would have had all of them. <laughs> I would have had all of the coaches for all of the things. And so what this means, uh, as I'm sharing the story with you, is that I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had no idea about what balancing a career as a leader and balancing home as a mom, balancing, you know, um, volunteerism. My church community was really important to me. I had a lot of things that I was involved in and I didn't have any notion of what balancing it was. What I did have was I had a lot of role models in my life that were focused on their careers. And for me personally, without any of that personal awareness to what I didn't even know around the need for it or any tools, I just did what was demonstrated for me. So what it meant is I put a lot of pressure on myself to manage everything, to be committed to my career, to be committed to my family, to be committed to my friends, to be committed to you know, the house cleaning and all of the things that, that are required to keep a home just, just moving and, and going to make sure that everybody had what they needed when they needed it. And so for me, I didn't have, I didn't have this notion of balance. I kept being pulled in all of these different directions. And the truth of the story is that my career seemed to win more times than not. 
And I think that because of that, that's why this episode is really crucial for me to impart to you as a tool to use as you stand up and step out into this leadership role for your organization, because it can really help you just with an awareness about it. So I do personally, I attract a lot of clients who want to change things in their life. And like me, they like me then in my 20s, um, they didn't know how to begin and I didn't know either. So I'm super grateful. I'm really excited to dive into today's episode and to share one of the tools that I said I use myself and it will help you do just that. Figure out exactly for you where you want to begin. Now, the tool, before we kind of get started with anything, there is as you know, there's more than one way to do things. So if you're at home and you're close to your computer, you can download my self-discovery workbook by visiting www.cynthiajamesoncoach.ca and that's Jameson with an I-E. And so that's an option. Or if it's available to you, you can just do this with a piece of paper and it doesn't have to be a big piece. You can use it on a post-it note. That would work just fine. The other option is to listen along, which is what I advise if you're driving, because safety is first and really important. And you can catch the replay to do the exercise for yourself after you're done listening. With those caveats, let's get started. So if you have the discovery workbook, fantastic. If not, again, take this piece of paper, grab a pencil, and I want you to draw a circle or a pie if you're into visualization and I want you to divide it up into eight areas or eight slices so just you know right down the middle right over the side and then you know add the other two columns in the circle in the middle I want you to put a zero so this is zero satisfaction that's what that's going to mean and then at the end of the uh, the wheel or at the end of the spoke if we're referring as a wheel that would be a 10. So that's going to be the ultimate or the best there is. Now, I want you to then think about putting the, uh, the different labels. So you have fun and adventure, you have money and finance, you have friends and family, we have house and home, health and wellness, personal development, and job slash career. Those are the categories. You can feel free if they fit you, perfect. If they don't, make make this tool really work for you. And then after you've put the labels in, I want you to consider each area of your life as it relates to satisfaction. So how would you rate each area if five was okay and 10 was the best there is? While our nature might be to rate what it should be, this is an opportunity to be honest with yourself. This is about self-discovery after all, right? So once you've finished, just take a few minutes and assign a rating. I want you to place a mark where the rating would be using the zero to 10 scale provided. And then I want you to connect the dots to see what's the pattern that you uncover for yourself. How rocky is the ride? This is just an observation. Just how rocky is the ride? And what do you think it would take to balance things out? So I was just uh, working with a client the other day and we were doing this tool and for them there was specifically 
within spirituality and within fun, those were the two areas that they really wanted to take away and work on. And so we did some coaching around what that would look like for them, how they could bring that back into their life. They had once uh, upon a time been quite satisfied with that area of their life. So they, they found some ways to do that pretty quickly. And so that's what this is for. Then I'm just going to offer some reflection questions for you. So what's the biggest surprise here? What do you see or what do you know that needs to change for you? Then I'd have you consider how do you spend or how can you spend some time in these areas or what could be different for you? What are you not ready to admit perhaps? when you're taking a look at this. Because again, this is some honest work. And then just imagine for yourself, what would a score of 10 look like? You can do that for each of these areas or just the areas that you feel like you want to maybe spend some time on. And then think about which area would you most like to improve your satisfaction? And then think about what support you might need. What change should you make first? What change do you want to make first? Two very different approaches. And then I'd have you think about if there was only one key action that you could make, what do you think will make the most difference for you? So that's, that's the tool in its entirety. And then we're just going to shift to the commitment and to the action part where it's thinking about when you zoom out at all of these areas, if you can identify for yourself one to two areas that you'd like to change, then I would just have you notice, what do you think will stand in the way of accomplishing this? And how committed would you be to the change that you want to see? And because accountability is important, I would offer, when will you complete it? How would you hold yourself accountable? And what might be next for you? Now, this is an incredible exercise to review each year, each quarter, or each month. I have clients who do all of these things. They pick what works for them. And they really lean in and notice what shifts and change in their changes take place in their lives over time. And so because this is my work to do as well, I use this tool every quarter. I take it out. I check in with myself. I make small shifts to smoothen, my, smoothen out my own ride. Just because I'm a coach doesn't mean I have it all figured out. I just want to you know, set that context there. But what I also love about this tool is that you can use it to assess so many things. You can use this with your partner. You can imagine where you know both of you uh, could complete this and then you come together and you have a very rich discussion about what this means and what do you want to do. Or you could do it together. You can use it with kids if you want to do that. And what I also love about it is you can really um, take it to any, any problem that you have. As long as you can identify it into different areas, you can use this tool. So for instance, leadership skills. You could put, okay, listening, asking questions, 
setting clear expectations, giving critical feedback. You could put any of those sorts of things in there and then ask yourself, how satisfied am I as a leader with how I do this thing? You also can use it with regard to leadership competencies. So am I inspiring people? Am I uh, recognizing people? Am I spending time to build teamwork? Am I, you know, fill in the blank for yourself? The other area that you could use it for is around behaviors. So a lot of organizations now are not only having a mission and vision of where they're going as an organization, which is, which is crucial for clarity, but also identifying behaviors. So you again could use this tool for behaviors. Any way that you choose works perfectly. So the funny thing about beginning is it really doesn't matter where you begin, just that you do begin. And so I would really love to hear what was valuable for you in this episode. I know that it was, it's more of a, you know, me coaching you or just offering this tool to you in this space and some reflective questions, but I would love it if you wanted to share your commitment to yourself with me so that I could support you in it. And with that, I will leave you with this question, which is this, how can this tool serve you and others around you both now and in the future? as you navigate this leadership opportunity in front of you and your life. Trust me, you will be glad you did. Take care, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Your feedback is a gift. Please rate and review with your honest opinion. Subscribe and share with your colleagues, especially if you've worked with me and found value in the work we've done together. Connect with me in my favorite places. LinkedIn, and Instagram. My website is Cynthia Jamison Coach, all lowercase, all one word, dot C-A. Until next time, make it a great week. <music>